It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Uh, welcome once again to Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks, as always, for joining us. Our producer, Dave Glauser, and it's a Players' Championship edition of the show this week. We're excited to welcome our good friend, Scott Michaud, who's uh, writing for the Augusta Chronicle. He used to be the... I think he's still writing for the Augusta Chronicle. I don't know if he is. Maybe he's not. He used to cover golf for the Augusta Chronicle. Yep. He's no longer doing that, but he is still covering sports, and he is... Or was live there on the tee. Yes. At Tiger's 17th in round number two, which Ouch. became an infamous hole for him in his second round. Uh, we'll t- welcome Scott Michaud coming up here in just about five minutes, so stay tuned for that. Also on the back nine, hour number two, the caddy joins us. And Fred Funk, who is the oldest winner of the Players' Championship back in 2005, and a good friend of his, Jim Furyk, mm-hmm. looking to. Accomplished the same thing at the same age, actually one month older. There we go. Would surpass the Funkster as the oldest players champion. A little surprising. Ryder Cup captain Jim Furyk up there. And, you know, it's a golf course that rough is down and playing soft, playing long, favoring the Bombers. And yet there's Furyk just fairways and greening his way to the top of the leaderboard. Pretty cool stuff to watch, huh? Whoa. Volume on. (laughs) <laughs> Bob gets attacked. Whoa. Bob gets attacked by the internet, segment one. Yes. But a very entertaining first couple of rounds at TPC. We were anxious to see how the move back to March would play play out, and so far I'd say it's a it's a win-win. Yeah, it's it's good. The golf course is definitely playing softer in the fairways, that kind of thing, and and the greens are starting to get a little bit of that crusty look to them. So, They're able to get them how they want them. Um, yeah. So it it's going to be interesting to see what happens the next few days because the wind's supposed to kick up and it's supposed to be a little wet um, over the next two rounds. So it it uh, guys guys are going to have a tough time, especially with that breeze. That's the problem that you have around. They talk that golf about course. the wind, right? Yep. That and the change in the wind and how yep. big of a factor that is. The holes they talk about the holes flipping. Yes. So now you're going into the wind where you were playing downwind. Right. Change the strategy uh, in a lot of different ways. Yes. We'll talk about that. Scott Show joins us next. Players' Championship edition of Real Golf Radio. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob right here with you. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. 
The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said... They might be onto something and try doing the same, but they can't. Because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio, Players' Championship edition of the show. Thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. As always, this segment brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in golf and the new Epic Flash driver. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. I told you about my customs experience. And uh, you can uh, experience that for yourself as well at CallawayGolf.com. Check out the custom shop. Make it your own or just uh, order and go get custom fit at your favorite retailer. All right, we appreciate uh, you taking some time. Uh, Scott Michaud, Augusta Chronicle. Well, I shouldn't say Augusta Chronicle, so used to saying. We'll find out uh, exactly what Scott's up to. But um, I should say sports writer. Yes. Scott Michaud. I like that. We'll be joining us. How's that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, to take a look at the players. But while we're getting him on the line, uh, good-looking leaderboard, as we said. Yeah. Tommy Fleetwood and Rory McIlroy at the top of the leaderboard uh, at 12 under par. Jim Furyk is at 9, along with a host of other people. You know, when we talked about uh, potential dark horses last week, yeah. Bob, you said Ian Poulter. I did. And there's Ian Poulter tied for third at 9 under par, three shots We back. were talking about second-place finishers and how they had gone on to win. Mm-hmm. And Ian Poulter was right there a few years ago. So... Here he is fitting the bill, right? Yeah. So, yeah, pretty cool uh, stuff. So, well well done by you, Bob, calling uh, the Ian <laughs> Poulter uh, dark horse uh, who's sliding in there nicely. Scott Michaud joins us. Uh, he's out there at TPC Sawgrass. He's been wandering around and somehow was hiding out behind some beautiful flowers uh, and got some nice TV coverage. He joins us right now. Scott, good morning. 
Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Yeah, we're doing good, man. Good to hear your voice. I keep saying Scott Michelle Augusta Chronicle. I, I guess that's not accurate anymore, huh? Yeah, I keep saying that too. So it's a little bit weird after 18 years. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm, I'm doing my own thing right now and some freelancing. But I got a uh, little subscription site uh, to try to get me through the Masters and the Majors this year called ScottMichaud.com. So uh, hopefully some people will be interested in still hearing what I have to say about the Masters. Oh, uh, I, I love it. Uh, the, you know, the, the trick there would be spelling it accurately, right? Well, that is true. Uh, it's M-I-C-H-A-U-X. I like it. Uh, and so hopefully people can get the Scott part right. But, uh, <laughs> Scott with two T's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it. Uh, well, well, well done, sir. So, all right, I, I had some fun with you on Twitter yesterday as you were uh, pointing out that Tiger was the only uh, slep to be able to knock it in the water twice yesterday. But uh, that said, what, what was your take? Talk about what it was like there on the tee with Tiger Woods at 17 at Sawgrass. I mean, that's sort of... You know, outside of the Amen Corner, that's kind of the sort of the holy grail of, of golf, really. It really is, and it was uh, amazing because we were following him around, and as he started making birdies and climbing up that leaderboard, even for early on a Friday morning, the energy out there started building up. Because, you know, once his name shows up, everybody gets more excited. So it was packed down there, and he birdies the 16th hole, and you could feel it. It was, uh, it was as electric as it was uh back in the old days. And then when he plunks those two in the water, I mean, they were both poles uh, that went too long, and it's like all the air went out of the place. Uh, and it really didn't pick up until Rory made a good, late move at the end of the day uh, that there was really any kind of uh, buzz out there. So, I mean, it, it was shocking to see him playing so well, and he played well the rest of the day. Hit such bad shots. Uh, at the one place you can't afford to do that and go from two shots off the lead to riding on the cut line at that point. Yeah, pretty interesting. Um, did anybody say or wonder why he dropped in the drop area when he possibly had a chance to drop it up by the green? Well, I don't believe, uh, from talking to some of Tiger's people, I don't think he was aware that he had the opportunity to do it up on the green. It's a little bit tr- You can't see that. You yeah, can't you can't. see exactly where he went out. Uh, from uh, his vantage points, he just assumed the drop area or reteeing was his only option. And I think, uh, I think, had he been able to get that drop up there, he could have putted it up. Maybe had a shot uh, at a bogey, uh, at worst a double, uh, and it would have been a different story. Because I mean, now he's he's hitting what uh, eight shots, nine shots off the lead. Yeah. And uh, it would have been it would have been a bigger deal to be just seven because it's all grass. I tell you, guys can go low and get themselves back in it. But uh, but now he's going to have to go really well. Yeah. Scott Michaud joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. It, it is interesting. I, I wondered if they might have a spotter almost in that kind of circumstance, given the fact that you can't see that, and it, it is a viable option uh, for, for some players, and, and the outcome really could uh, have a major impact. So I, I wonder if you could almost have a spotter that radios back to the tee and says, hey, cross the line, they have the option. I don't you know, I mean, you can't certainly can't have players walking up uh, and and looking to see if there's an option, and then walking back. It's already taken long enough, right? I mean, slow play is already an issue this week. Right. I mean, why not have one of those uh, guys who you know the people who hold the big uh, sticks up to tell you if you went left or right and, yeah. and indicate have one there that you know maybe hold it up saying you got a chance here. <laughs> you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it's really it, it's hard to do. I mean, there. 
it, it was just a matter of inches. I think if he'd been a, a little bit further down, it wouldn't have had a chance at all. So, uh, and it, it was only a possibility because that flagstick was in the place that right. it was. If it had been where it was the day before, of course, putting himself between the flagstick uh, or the ball where the ball went out and the flagstick, he'd have been in the water. So. It really was that one sort of circumstance that could have worked out for him. I hit low it next time, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, and a, and a lot of people learn from that situation. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood and Rory McIlroy kind of distanced themselves away from the field at three under par. As you, as you mentioned, Rory had a great finish um, to get in, in the house at 12, 12 under par. Um, your thoughts about their play this week? Well, I, I you know, there's, to me, there's the two guys to beat, except you'd have a few guys... Uh, with big names lurking uh, a little off the pace. But, I mean, Rory is playing so well. He hasn't been outside of the top six this whole year. Uh, this will be, you know, if he plays well today, he's likely to be in the final group for the fourth time uh, in six starts this season. And granted, he's been having a hard time closing out of those positions. So I think, I think this is a big opportunity for him to erase a lot of little uh, demons and get everything going in the right direction before he gets to Augusta. Uh, you know, a big stage like this, closing one out against a quality uh, opponent and friend like Tommy Fleetwood, who's, you know, chasing his own uh, uh, maiden victory in the United States as well, uh, would be a big deal, I think, for Rory. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, so, uh, of course, we love the Players' Championship. We're excited to see how this weekend sh- uh, plays out. But since we have you, um, being the Augusta native that you are, seeing what you saw out of Tiger Woods, seeing what you're seeing here out of Rory McIlroy, those are two guys that are going to be certainly um, main storylines coming into Augusta in just a few weeks. What What's your thoughts on what you've seen from both of those players in their potential to uh, put on a green jacket? Well, obviously, uh, as I was saying, Rory's playing great. He just needs to to finish and get that confidence that he can close this thing out because he's he's got some other things he's got to overcome when he gets to Augusta, too. And the pressure is the most on him uh, with that career slam mm-hmm. at stake. Tiger looks like he's getting, you know, rounding into better shape. He was hitting fairways yesterday, hitting greens. Uh, that's the kind of things you want to see uh, a month out from Augusta. So I think he's, like, fine-tuning some stuff and starting to get where you might uh, even want to pick him to be a contender at the Masters. The one I'm uh, concerned about is Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Uh, he's really uh, sort of lost some things right <laughs> now, but he, he claims he, he, he was putting, and his putting was uh, what saved him uh, this week. And it, you know, if he gets that in shape, you know, the guy always seems to be there at Augusta. Maybe that's the one place. Uh, where he can sort everything out uh, and get back on that leaderboard. Well, that's one of the topics of conversation, no doubt about it. And uh, we appreciate you taking some time to join us, give us some insights there. What's the weather uh, so, like so far this morning? It's uh, it's calm. It's 66 degrees. Uh, there's no rain. Tomorrow's going to be the issue. So uh, I, I think they'll be okay today. But tomorrow we might see a little bit of weather. All right. Well, thanks for the update, Scott. Always a pleasure, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, guys. Enjoyed right. it. All right. Thanks, Take Scott. care. Scott Michaud. ScottMichaud.com. I uh, just pulled it up. You can get his major slash master's blog, which he's putting together. Uh, definitely want to check that out. We, we've always enjoyed, 
you know, not only uh, visiting with Scott on the radio, but the stuff he p- has put out over the years yeah. for the Augusta Chronicle, during, especially during the Masters, yeah. is uh, really good stuff. So We used to sit right across the aisle from Right me. next to him, yeah. So definitely worth a, uh, taking a look and giving a follow to scottmichaux.com, M-I-C-H-A-U-X. Stay tuned. More Real Golf Radio next. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. 
Uh, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Segment brought to you by Callaway Golf, who uh, congratulates Francesco Molinari on his victory at Bay Hill last week. First week as a staffer, he goes out and holes one. Yep. Makes a hole in one. No big deal. Then he goes on to win the tournament, and he was making putts from everywhere, including a spectacular bomb on the 72nd hole, really Tiger-esque in the finish there at Bay Hill. So congratulations, Odyssey and uh, Toulon putters uh, in play. It's, I think it was a, it's a Toulon putter that he's using. And um, really just a, an impressive win by Francesco Molinari, the Open champion. Right. And I'll tell you what, this week, and, and a brand new Callaway staffer. So again, congratulations to our friends at Callaway and to Francesco Molinari on the big win last week. You know, and I said, tweeted out this week. You know, the other half of Mollywood doesn't want to be left out. That's right. You know, I mean, Fleetwood played well last week, but it was Molinari that got the win, and here's Fleetwood coming right back saying, mm-hmm. "All right, I see your Bay Hill, and I'll raise you a players." Yeah. And now we can both have trophies that we can hang out with our Ryder Cup, you know, as well. Well, and Fleetwood had the 36-hole lead last week as well. Um, three or four shots clear and let everybody else back into the mix with he in the in the final group with some poor, poor play. But uh, but here he is back leading again. This time he's got he and Rory McIlroy three shots clear. So um, it'll it'll be fun to watch what they do on the weekend. Um, you know, Scott Michaud uh, alluded to Jordan Spieth and how he said that uh, that his putting is getting better. Um, we talked about this last night, but in, in the second round, stroke skiing putting, um, he led the field in the second round, um, picking up 5.164 shots on on the average of the field. So Five? He, five. With the putter. I mean, that's five significant. Five with the putter. We talk, yes. When we talk about strokes gain, you know, if you're, if you're leading with, you know, if you're a plus, you know, one, two, three. Yeah. That's good, right? Yeah, that's really good. Four, you're out of your mind. Five? Five. Five's a big number. We yeah. don't see five a whole lot. Over five, yeah. yeah. And so, um, so he's he looks like the the putter's starting to come around. And he said as much. Yeah, where he's he's got the two way miss going right now with his with his long game, and that's what's really perplexing him and, and giving him a lot of uh, anguish um, with his game right now. So if he's if he's able to start solve that, um, and he's got you know he's got uh, he's got a couple weeks what, four or five weeks before Augusta to get that into shape and that kind of thing. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, keep the putter going. Uh, get start, start not having that miss both ways to where you can kind of get in some patterns and stuff like that. We, we could see some good play out of him coming down the rest of the year. You know, I want to see, I want to say that I really do, but, um, and, and by the way, there's no indications though. Not, not yet, but you know, I'll tell you what, I watched him and a lot of people did. Yeah. We're watching Golf Channel um, live from the players, uh-huh. and they had Jordan Spieth putting in the background Right. as they were talking. They, they were kind of doing – in fact, I think they did a split screen at some yeah. point in time. might have been in the Tiger interview, you know, presser, and then mm-hmm. you had uh, Jordan back there putting, and he was doing some drills. And he was uh, – I was reading through some of the Twitter comments, and I was laughing because I, I, a lot of the – a lot of TV watchers, golf fans, were thinking the same thing I was. Yeah. It looks like he's just shanking putts from three feet. He had probably – I don't know – it went for three or four minutes. Yeah. That he was back there doing all these drills, and he wasn't touching the hole. Yeah. And so, and I think I think I mentioned that to you. It was it looked terrible. So I don't know what kind of a drill he was doing, but clearly, when it came down to it, you know, putting green, you can do all kinds of different drills and whatnot. I, you can't really say judge their by their putting there, but when he got out there in the second round and picks up five on the field and strokes gained putting, it's I mean, 
It's yeah. super impressive, right? Yeah. So so that part of it, the first part made me nervous watching him practice on the putting green. I was like, dang. <laughs> I mean, I knew the putter was bad, but this is really bad. And then he goes out and he obviously shows that the putter's just fine, which has been a big bugaboo. But now what about the rest of him, Bob? Yeah. I mean, you know. And that's the, that's the scary thing right now. I mean, I'm looking across the. I mean, he's 197 strokes yeah. gained off yeah. the tee. That's right. 116 approach the green. Yep. 132nd around the green. Yep. 114th in putting. He had the one good round, but I mean, yep. his putter has been awful this year. Uh, 168th strokes gained tee to green, and he's 161st strokes gained total. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, that's um, just that's just a a, a a little baseline, if you will, strokes gained stat uh, glance, and it's not pretty. No, it's not pretty. Um, he's got a lot of work to do, especially with his long game, um, if he can continue on with the putter. But, um, yeah, his long game, like I said, two-way miss. When you got that two-way miss, you're you're struggling because uh, you're expecting to do one thing and hit the ball, shape it a certain direction. His Predominantly, he's a little bit left to right. But then, you know, you're hitting smother shots left or – or hitting it in the left rough when you're when you're hoping to be in the in the right center side of the fairway because of the shape of your shot going left to right and it just not then all of the indecision creeps in and not knowing where the ball's going to go and um, and this golf course is a golf course that really exposes a player when he's not hitting the ball well. Mm. And, and we saw that in the first round with the 76, but you know, he brought it back. He was five under par until he made um, two or three birdies coming in uh, which cost him the, the, the opportunity to make the cut and play on the weekend. But you know, that's, uh, that's like, I think, I think he's missed the cut four out of the last five years or something like that. He's not played well at TPC. No, I he mean, has so, not. So he you, has not. you can't overreact necessarily to that. Yeah. However, the rest of the year, I mean, it yeah. kind of falls right in line with a. Yeah. It's been a bit, a bit of a struggle, right? Here's the interesting. If you want to dive further into his stats and you start looking at, and I'm not saying stats tells everything, but you right. start looking at the the stats off the tee, okay? His distance from the edge of the fairway, you heard Brandel talk a little bit about this on um, some of the other players, especially mm-hmm. Rory, who's driving it so well. He used this statistic to illustrate how well Rory is. He's number one distance from the edge of the fairway, meaning if he's missing, he's close to the edge right. of the fairway. Right, right. Uh, the distance from the edge of the fairway for Jordan Spieth so far this season is 29 and a half, uh, feet, which mm-hmm. is 141st. Yeah. So then you go, okay, well, what, what's his miss? And you, you just, just, just proves what you alluded to. Is he hitting it left or right? Well, he's 212th in left rough tendency. Yeah. So he's missing it left. Yeah. But he's also 185th in right rough tendency. Mm-hmm. So he's missing it right. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. That's the dreaded, as you said, two-way miss. Two-way miss. And that's... It's hard that, to play. It's a hard, that's a head-scratcher, right? Yeah, it's hard to play. He's 174th in total driving. I mean, it, you, you just you look at that, and, and the guy, you know, he's never been particularly long. You know, if you're hitting it long and you're 174th, you can Correct. still play. Kind of like kind of like Tiger did throughout his career and Phil and Brooks and some of those guys. You know, those guys, on average, were over 100, were somewhere between 100 and 150th. But with his distance, if you're myth- missing it both directions and you're in the rough, it's you got you struggle, you struggle big time. So yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's kind of a 
you know, and then just looking at his results on the year, you know, he started back in uh, mm-hmm. November at the Shriners uh, out in Vegas. He tied for 55th. And then he missed a couple of cuts at uh, Mayakoba and Sony. And then since, you know, since Sony's missed cut, he played Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. He tied for 35th. That's his best finish of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Tied for 45th at Pebble, tied for 51st at Genesis, and then, you know, misses the cut here at yeah. uh, Players. At World, uh, tied for 54th in Mexico, too. So, you know, there's nothing really spectacular. I'm just looking at rounds in the 60s. You know, only two rounds in the 60s out in Vegas, which is, yeah. that's a birdie fest. Uh, one round under par at Torrey Pines. Two rounds in the 60s at Pebble. 74-75 on the weekend. Um, gets off to a great start with a 64 at Genesis at Riviera, yeah. and then goes 70-70-81. Yeah, that was a pretty crazy final round. And then in Mexico, 75-69, 75-69. So he's basically, I mean, that's kind of indicative of a guy that's kind of searching, right? Yes. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it sort of comes together. You get, a, you get a couple under par. It's not you're a couple over par, you know? I mean, that's... I don't know. And he's not playing next week at the Valspar. He's not? No. Okay. So we'll next see him at? Probably match play. And then it's a matter of whether he plays Texas or he goes right to Augusta. Yes. I don't know. What, what's your take? If you're struggling, if you're searching, better to take some time off and work on this on your own away from the, the galleries and away from the pressure and the TV interviews and the competition, or better to just keep yourself out there you know, play play your way into to Augusta. Try to play your way out of this. Yeah, so, you know, a, lo- a lot of people, a lot of guys, it, it depends on the individual, but a lot of guys like to play their way through it, play their way through the, the bad play. But, you know, um, I, I totally understand he's not playing this week. He would then play three weeks in a row, um, which is probably pretty good. So you're thinking he is playing Texas. No, I don't think he's playing Texas. I meant if he played at Valspar, oh, he yeah, would yeah. play three weeks in a row. Yeah. Okay, he had a short week this week anyway. Um, you know, it would have been good to see him at Valspar uh, because that's a tournament that he's won before um, when he beat Patrick Reed in the playoff. Um, but you know, he's taken he's taken another week off to work on his game for about about another seven to ten days before before he hits the match play in in uh, Austin. So it'll be in Texas. I don't think he'll play the Texas Open and I think he'll he'll go into Augusta at, with only one more start. Yeah. Especially if it's I mean if you're if you're if your swing is struggling a bit. Yeah. And he's working on some things on his swing. Yep. You probably don't want to go the wind just makes it that much more difficult. Oh yeah. And so Texas is going to be windy. It is. Augusta is typically not windy, I wouldn't say. You have wind that you deal with because of the precision required for some of your approach shots. But I, I wouldn't say, by and large, wind is a is a factor mm-hmm. at Augusta. It can be, but it, by and large, it's not. Not like you would say Texas, for instance, right? Correct. So, anyway, kind of interesting. A lot more to get to on this leaderboard and the Players' Championship. We'll continue our conversation next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said they might be onto something and tried doing the same, but they can't. 
because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. And the segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf when it comes to major championships, WGCs, the players, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com and the new Stroke Lab putters. See, they announced uh, Stroke Lab in the EXO. The EXO Stroke Lab. Sweet. What are you doing to me? Oh, man. What? The EXO Stroke Lab. They added Stroke Lab to my putter now. It's like, <laughs> and they made it, they have, they have the number seven in that as well. Giddy up. I told you last year uh-huh. you needed to try the EXO number seven. Okay. 
And now they've got in the stroke lab exo numbers. I, it's like it's, See, they're, they're I, killing me. I knew this was coming along, so I was just waiting. Is that you hedging? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Strike when the time's right. Yes. Okay. When the iron's hot. Strategic. Strategery, <laughs> eh? Strategery. Uh-huh. Okay. Strategic thing. Gotcha. All right. Uh, let's check it out. OdysseyGolf.com. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Players Championship. Let, let's talk about one of the glaring things. We, we've got a great leaderboard. We talked about some mm-hmm. of the players that are up there, and we'll get into more of that as well. Rory McIlroy, who's at the top, was asked about the slow play. Yes. And, I, you, you know, this is this is a topic. This is nothing new. This is right, almost right up there with should the players be considered a major? And it's a great topic of discussion. People have their opinions. They're very passionate one way or another. And at the end of the day, nothing changes. You still have four majors. You still have the players. Right. And you still have everything else on the PGA Tour. You got you got your four majors. The players is a slot right below. Correct. And then you've got your WGCs. And then you got your invitationals like yep. Memorial and Bay yep. Hill and those. And then you got everything else. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's fun to have a conversation every once in a while. It's kind of like the old sports radio days and the dog yep. days of summer. Let's debate whether Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, people are going to be fired up on the issue one side or the other, right? Mm-hmm. So it always generates a, a discussion. Well, here we have the slow play topic coming back in. The difference is is that this feels like Rory's actually saying something this time. Yes. He says, one, it's unacceptable mm-hmm. that that in a field coming out of daylight savings time, that one player has to come back and finish the next day after the first round. We yes. can't finish the field in daylight savings time. Two, he said there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to play in, what did he give him, five and a half hours? No, he said five hours. Anything longer than five hours, I think is what he said. When we Let me ask you this, Bob. When we go out and play... There's there's two kinds of golf that happens. One is is club golf, and when you go play at a club, mm-hmm. typically you're playing in three and a half to four hours. Yes. And if you're playing over four hours, it feels like an eternity. Yes. And people are not real happy. Mm-hmm. When you go out and play a municipal course, oftentimes you're more likely to be pushing that five-hour round. Correct. But you're talking about guys who are re-teeing it with regularity because of lost balls. They're searching for their golf ball in the bushes. They are three and four putting greens. They're taking two to three shots out of the bunker. You know what I'm saying? It is a struggle. Yeah. And they are also, oftentimes, these are more inexperienced golfers to the point where they kind of take their golf carts and they follow each other to each 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 person's golf ball and wait for everybody to hit and then they wait for that person to hit then they all drive to the next person's golf ball and they they wait to hit and then they stand around and talk about it for a minute and then they check their phones in the middle of the fairway you know what i mean there's a lot of things that waste mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. so that round that goes 5 hours you sort of expect that a lot of it is just golfers not understanding or people that aren't typically playing on a regular basis not understanding how to keep play moving. That's that's one. Let's take all of that and set that aside because tour players are not part of that. Tour players either grew up in a club environment or they grew up in junior golf tournaments where they are taught repeatedly how to avoid those slow play Mm -hmm. situations, right? So let's set all of that aside because that is a separate issue, but it's tied in, and I'll tell you why in the end. Now let's look at, at PGA Tour golf. They're not taking two and three shots to get out of the bunker. They're no. not looking for golf balls. They have spotters. 
They have caddies. Mm-hmm. They have fans. They have there's I mean there really is no massive reason for delays other than their own self-imposed slow uh, pace of play. It's really what it comes down to. It, it comes down to their self-imposed pace of play, and it comes down to how difficult the golf course is playing, especially around the greens. But that's their own. So, yeah, so, so here's it's their my, own doing. Yes. Here's my take. I think that today's players are conditioned to play slow. And, and that's what Rory McIlroy said. This is a culture. Yep. It's it's an epidemic. It's something that that transpires on tour week in and week out. So let's break down his comments then, because the one thing he says is, it's our livelihood. Guys are going to take their time. I'm good with that. Yeah. I understand that. Right. However, if a country club round of golf, and again, I get it. Sometimes you're given three-footers, and sometimes mm-hmm. and these guys, they're putting on really slippery, difficult conditions. Yep. A three-footer is no gimme, and you got to take your time because it costs the same as if you miss a 10-footer or 20-footer, yeah. right? That said, if you can do it in four hours, three and a half to four hours at a country club, couldn't the best players in the world make it around in five? Yeah. Is there any reason four and a half to five? Do we need to be pushing five and a half plus? I mean, it seems that this is something that these players can do. And Rory says, one, that you ought to be able to do that. Two, the reason why is because there's no penalty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said um, he gets that it can take five hours to play, especially this event. He said it should it shouldn't take more than that. And he and then the other thing he said is, um, he says that the PGA Tour needs to little, be tougher, needs to be a little tougher and start penalizing shots earlier, and that way it would fix it and would nip it in the bud. And I and I agree, I agree with him wholeheartedly. Um, if you play in five hours. Your your average per hole is about almost 17 minutes. It's like six, 16 and a half, 16 and three quarter minutes per hole. And when you think about par fives, par fours, par threes, and you average it out, that's plenty of time to play. It's when you start getting into in the 18 minutes per hole. Think about that. Okay, a par five you can play, you can play a par five pretty pretty easily in 18 minutes. You can definitely play a par three. In 18 minutes. But when you start averaging that out per hole over 18 holes, it's crazy. Then you start looking at, you know, you start looking at five and a half hours to six hours at 20 minutes per hole. But uh, but there's no reason for it to go longer than 16 minutes per hole. There's video circulating around Twitter this week that shows Lee Trevino standing on the 12th green at Augusta. Mm-hmm. And he's waiting for the group in front of him. And he's looking, you know, the whole, it just shows him kind of looking around at the green. The group in front of him on the green on 12 is, is about ready. They're, they're getting off the green. Right. He's looking around. He's been watching the trees. He's been doing his stuff. As soon as the green is cleared, he puts the peg in the ground. He stands up there. It was, it's a matter of, I think it was like 10 seconds. Yeah. And he pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah. On one of the more difficult. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of things to calculate. Yep. Down in that corner. Yep. And so the, it's, it's going around saying, can can't we do this today? Yes. And I think it's I think it's that whole condition, that whole culture that shows, you know, slow play equals better play. My dad always used to say if you're gonna miss it, miss it quick. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> um 
You know, and and David Duvall, last (laughs) night, he was talking about playing the 17th hole in the final round when he won there at the Players' Championship in, what was it, 99, I think? He did win 99. Something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. He got to he got to the seventeenth hole and and he said I walked off the sixteenth green after making a birdie and um, you know guys don't like looking at that green when they're on sixteen or or when they're walking over to seventeen they keep their they keep their head they keep their head away from looking at it you know the kind of influence too much he said he had noticed one thing that Nick Price did and Nick Price made his decision and he hit it quick. On 17, so he got his number. He was ready to go. He teed it up and hit his shot. Boom, and and uh, hit it to 12 feet, and then ended up making a birdie on the 17th hole to take a two-shot lead, and then went on to win the the tournament. Um, reminds me of a story my dad said also about number 12 at Augusta, and uh, his caddy. He had a, um, a a master's caddy. It was back in the time when he was first playing at Augusta National. Um, he had a master's caddy named Matthew Palmer, and they they got to the 12th hole. My dad teed it up, and my dad's my dad always played quick. He didn't he didn't mess around, and uh, so they decided on the club, and and the caddy told him, okay, go ahead and hit it. And so my dad backed off a little bit, and or was taking his time or something, and he goes, I'm serious, go ahead and hit it now because the wind was correct for the club that that they had chosen. Um, so the idea that you have to stand there and you have to think about it and you have to go over your yardage two or three times and you have to converse with your caddy and, and all that kind of thing when, you know what, all that preparation can be done before it's even your time to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's what, what Rory is, is talking about when things need to, things need to change. And, and every year, it's the same thing that comes up. Slow play, slow play, slow play. How long is it going to take for the PGA Tour to figure it out in their head that they need to start doing something about it and get these guys to start playing quicker? Well, and you talk about the, the tail wagging the dog or what, what, what you will, but the, the, the bottom line is, is the junior golfers, they're watching these guys. Absolutely. And so they want to mimic what these guys are doing. Yep. And, I mean, you see it all the way along. And so mm-hmm. if you've got... You know the best players in the world that are just taking forever, then that trickles on down. Yeah, it trickles down. So, uh, you know, I I appreciate I appreciate what uh, Rory said, and you know, calling a penalty on a guy and he says you ought to do it early. Yes. Don't wait till the final round to make a statement. Right. Do it. Do it right. Do it in the first round. Start. Start right start, off the bat. Yeah. Give guys and that way they got a chance to make up for it. It feels a little bit. Like calling, you know, if you're watching an NBA game, it feels a little bit like calling an, uh, 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 someone inbounding the ball, stepping over the line. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee, I don't know, for me, when I'm watching NBA games and the guys are inbounding it after a made basket, they step out. I swear most of the time, they're not really out of bounds. No. They're, they're half in, half out. Toe, and I'm like, if yeah. you really wanted to sit there and watch that line, now at the end of the day, does that make a big deal to the NBA game? Well, it's it gives the defense more of a chance to yeah. set up if they actually make sure their foot is, you know, behind the line and whatnot. Right. So, you, yeah, you could you could argue that. But it feels a little like calling that over-the-line thing, which is, what what are we doing here? Why? Mm-hmm. And what, what? Just let the guys play, yada, yada. I mean, there, there's a sense of that. But at the same time, I think slow play is, is serious enough that this is a big enough issue that they need to go ahead and 
do the uncomfortable thing. I agree. You know, last week at the Players' Championship in the second round. Bay Hill? At Bay Hill. I'm, I'm in it at Bay Hill, not the Players' Championship. In the second round, Charles Schwartzel's group was put on the clock. And Charles Schwartzel went over to the to the the tour um, rules official and chewed him out on the ninth hole for being, putting him on the clock. For putting him on the clock, chewed him out. I mean, it it took two or three or four minutes, and the rules official sitting there going like this, like this, and Charles Schwartzel's so animated, pointing, and I mean, it was crazy. Uh, chewing him out about being on the clock because he was suggesting they're waiting on other people. Or oh what? yeah, yeah. That's that's true. Where do you if you've got a freeway going 120 miles an hour and the speed limit's 70, who do you pull over? Yes. <laughs> they're all they're all going they're they're all in violation, right? Yep. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 
That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. The conversation continues right on through the break. You know, the slow play is, I think it resonates with people. And, you know, one of the, the discussions that we were having is looking at other sports. Yeah. Can you imagine an NFL game or an NBA game where they just doubled the number of timeouts that coaches got? Could they, look, this, their livelihood's on the line as well. This is a big deal. You've got a lot more you know, pressure on, you know, these, these NBA and NFL teams. You, you have a larger fan base than what you have mm-hmm. in golf on one particular player, right? Because you're talking about a team. Guys aren't – golf doesn't have the team following. I mean, you're, you're sure, you'd be a Rory McIlroy fan or you could be a Jordan Spieth fan or a Tiger Woods fan. But right. guys aren't guys aren't buying the, the jerseys, if you will. They're not a – you don't have a whole community that's bought into one particular team. So there's a lot of pressure on these guys, right, to succeed. And guys, coaches are getting fired right and left. Well, if you doubled the number of timeouts that these guys got so they could really sit down and analyze every play, and, and do you think they could do better? Probably. But it would kill the game. It's yeah, already long. Game. It's already so long. Yes. And that's what we've gotten. We've, we've basically given these golfers double the timeouts so that they can sit and be, because it's a this is our livelihood. It's a pressure situation. We need to take an We Basically, we need to call a timeout here and figure out what we're doing. Instead on of every just shot. On, yes. Yeah. It's like the last two minutes of an NBA game. They review everything. Yes. And so they basically give everybody an extra timeout because the officials go over and re- review whether who's who's possession the ball, who to go out on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it is it takes forever it's to finish brutal. a game. Yeah. Basketball, the last two minutes of a game, last five minutes of a game, brutal. It's painful. That's the, it's painful that, to watch. And we have the pain now in golf. Yes. Golf. We do. Golf is already slow. Yep. Baseball is slow. Baseball has the same problem. It does. That's why they're considering the pitch clock. Yep. As a society, because of all the insta this and insta that, we are we don't have the, the we don't have the attention span for it. Yeah. And golf's got a real problem if it they does. continue to let these guys play for it this does. long. Anyway, there we go. We could rant and rave on this all day. Hour number two is coming up next. The caddy, Fred Funk, 2005 Masters champ, joins us as well. Stay tuned. Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump has vetoed a resolution to overturn his emergency declaration on the border with Mexico. Congress has the freedom to pass this resolution, and I have the duty to veto it, and I'm very proud to veto it. His declaration now faces override votes and a series of lawsuits. At least 49 people are dead and close to 50 others wounded in an attack on two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. Jill Keats was driving near one of the mosques when she heard gunfire. One fell just to the left of my car and one fell to the right. And I, for a few minutes I stopped the car in shock and I, I leaned 
Either way, I'm not sure I left, I think, across the seats to try and avoid getting shot. The suspect, a self-proclaimed white supremacist, has been charged with murder in a brief court appearance. This is USA Radio News. It's amazing but true. When it comes to one of America's biggest household expenditures, health care, a lot of people think they've got no choice. People are used to thinking we have to do it this way, but they don't. Yes, you have the freedom to choose an alternative with your health care. It's MediShare, and it costs way less than the alternatives. The typical family saves $500 a month, not a year, a month. And if you're single, this can save you a lot, too. And let's face it, a big reason MediShare is 400,000 people strong, it just works. They've shared over $3 billion in medical bills, so they can help share your needs, too. Joining MediShare for so many people is one of those things that makes you say, why didn't I do this before? So yes, the time has come for something better. Look into joining MediShare and see why so many people are opting out of the old way and into the new. Why not look into this? Just call 855-90-PSALM. That's 855-90-PSALM. 855-90-PSALM. A federal court jury decided Apple should pay $31 million in damages for infringing on patents for technology owned by mobile chipmaker Qualcomm. It helps iPhones quickly connect to the Internet and extend their battery life. The EPA is banning consumer use of a popular but deadly paint stripper called methylene chloride. It stopped short of also banning commercial use of the product by tradespeople. The CDC called the products extremely hazardous. Climate change was the subject of protests for kids around the world on Friday. They walked out and demanded lawmakers take a stand on the issue. Emma Kohler is in Alameda, California. There's so many educated, brilliant people in the world, and they're not, and they know about the crisis. We have largely discovered the science, but we aren't actually doing enough about it. We're just sitting here kind of waiting for someone else to fix the problem. In Washington, protesters spoke in front of a large banner which read, We Don't Want to Die. You're listening to USA Radio News. Mike Lindell, the creator of MyPillow, is a sleep genius. He creates things to make your night's sleep better. He created the new Giza Dreams bed sheets. He started by using the world's best cotton grown in the Mediterranean, and it's ultra soft, breathable, and extremely durable. Now, if you go to MyPillow.com, use promo code USA. When you click on the Giza Dream Sheet Special, you get 30% off and free shipping. 30% off and free shipping when you go to MyPillow.com. Diplomacy with North Korea has taken a hard turn. USA Radio's Rick Vincent reports. North Korea is considering suspending nuclear talks with the U.S. and may rethink a ban on missile and nuclear tests, unless Washington makes some concessions. This comes from a senior North Korean diplomat who also said the talks broke down between the two countries because Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and National Security Advisor John Bolton created an atmosphere of hostility in the Hanoi talks. Bolton tells CNN. I think that's uh, inaccurate, but the the president uh, is our decision maker. I've I've seen the uh, statement you're referring to just uh, in the past hour. I've spoken to my South Korean counterpart, and we've discussed uh, their reaction and our reaction. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. The party's over for some Louisiana taxpayers who got refunds twice as large as they expected. USA's Chris Barnes explains. The state of Louisiana accidentally paid double refunds to 66,000 taxpayers, totaling $26 million. Louisiana's Division of Administration discovering the mistake a few days ago, now trying to get the extra money back. Most of the refunds were sent by direct deposit, and the state's now contacting banks to try to reverse those overpayments, but that's complicated. 
Louisiana is telling people who got double refunds not to spend the money. If they do, they're going to have to pay it back. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's our number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Dave Glauser, producer. Website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle at realgolf. Give us a follow and join the conversation and listen to any of the segments anytime you like right off our Twitter handle at realgolf. And Countdown to Augusta is on. Of course, we'll be there uh, once again. This is our 19th year in a row for me, mm-hmm. even more than that for Bob, where we'll be attending Augusta and uh, bringing you coverage throughout the week. Really excited to be out there and... It's just, it's amazing how quickly the years tick by now. (laughs) And when the week's over, you're looking forward to it again the next year. And you walk out of there and you go, man, that went too fast. (laughs) That went really fast. That was so great. And I have another credit card bill with lots of Augusta stuff on it. (laughs) (laughs) I had a guy hit me up yesterday on Messenger. Uh And he goes, Hey, do you think you can get me a flag? A flag? Okay. Yep. I said, yeah, I can get you a flag. You think you can get some signatures on it? No. Nope. Can't do that. <laughs> Did he say that? Oh, my. No, no, not going to happen. Uh, as media, that's frowned upon. Uh, greatly. Yes. In fact, why don't you do it while they're in their inter- the new interview room? Oh, yes. Just ask the green jacket up there. Hey, excuse me, before he leaves, can he, he, can he sign, sign this, this for me? me? <laughs> Not going to happen. Mr. Casper, thanks for your time here at Augusta. We'll not be seeing you again tomorrow or future years. You can go out to your car. Yeah. (laughs) And on the way, give us your pass. (laughs) Oh, it's a a great time. It's such a scene. I mean, you know, not not to overshadow the players this week uh, because the players, by the way, they've done a really good job. Like this feels like... It feels like a major, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it, it's got the feel of all of that. And the golf course, I think, looks better in the overseed like this. It's yes. just so green. Yeah. It just looks, to me, it's more presentable for what would be a major championship. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Do, do you like how they've? I mean, they've they've cut the rough down and things like that, and made it a little easier for guys. Do, are you good with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you want guys want to, fans want to see scoring, right? Yep. And that's what I agree. Doing. All right, stay tuned. More real golf next. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com AI. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee... We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name, some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest-to-launch distance iron ever. Get big-time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop, or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X. The ball that changed the ball with new graphene. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Com. You know all those guys on tour playing that ball with those lines on it, man. The ERC? Yeah. Uh, the well, the ERC soft has them right now with the triple track. Right, but they're doing they're doing them for 
all the tour players as well. And that's why I'm waiting until yeah. they get them out in the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft Triple track. I like that triple track. Yeah. You know what? That Truvis with the Shamrocks on it is pretty sweet, too. Happy St. Paddy's Day tomorrow. Yeah. It is cool. And the Bay Hill uh, uh, Arnold umbrella, Truvis, mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> was Jason Finley from Callaway Golf. He's a golf ball guy. And he busted on Twitter. No, I don't have any more of the umbrella <laughs> Truvis. <laughs> They're gone. They're publicizing that uh, St. Paddy's ball, though. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Check it out, cool callawaygolf.com. Yep. Um, still to come this hour, we've got Fred Funk. We want the funk, huh? Yep. That's right. Dave's got to lead in with that. Yeah, we got to get a little bit of that coming yeah. in. So the oldest winner of the Players' Championship back mm-hmm. in 2005. Yep. The Funkster, 48 years young, won that week. And Jim Furyk, one month older. Yes. Is all. Has a chance. He's right there, just so three shots back. There's a chance. Why not? Hey, look. Yeah. How good is that, man? I, uh, Jim Furyk. This is lowest round ever on the players uh, on the players championship course there at TPC Sawgrass in 80 rounds. It was his lowest round. Shot 64 that guy, yesterday. Well, and that's a guy that knows how to go low. He's shot two well, that's rounds. That's his home sub, golf course, too. Two sub-60 rounds on the PGA Tour. Yes. Yeah, 59 and 58. Hello. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Looks same thing with with the Funkster. I yeah. mean, uh, Fred lives right there. Yep. Furyk lives there. I, it would be Furyk winning. VJ lives there. Yeah, and VJ could never get it done. But no. Furyk winning would be a massively popular win. It would. I agree. Coming off of being Ryder Cup captain yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be that'd be pretty cool. So. But Tommy Fleetwood and Rory McIlroy, twelve under par. They have a three shot lead over Furyk, Poulter, Brian Harmon, and Abraham. Answer. Uh, those guys are at nine. Then you got Kisner, Jason Day at eight. Also Keith Mitchell. He's there. He wins it. He wins it at the Honda. He's there again last week, and now he's here again this week at eight under par. It's tied for those guys are tied for seventh through uh, thirty six holes. It's fun to watch. DJ's at at. Uh, Sorry, who were you saying? Keith Mitchell was in there. Yeah, Keith Mitchell. How about this guy? Yeah. Sorry, I, I was just reading something while you were talking. Yeah. But I thought you were talking about Keith Mitchell. I, I mean, by the way, the yellow pants were money <laughs> in the first round. I think it was first round he was wearing the yellow pants. Yeah. I might go get me some of those. Yellow pants? Yeah. You like those yellow pants. And they won't look, won't, won't look as good on the old fat guy like as yeah. they do on Keith Mitchell. But how about this guy? I mean, what do, what do we know about Keith Mitchell? Guy comes out of nowhere. Yep. He's Never playing, won. Playing some phenomenal golf. Yep. Wins Honda. Is right there at Bay Hill. Here he is again putting himself on top of the leaderboard. Yep. And he looks... Like he's totally been there comfortable. His whole life. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. And that's what happens. I mean, those guys they start getting confident. They win a golf tournament. Now they're in the pairing or the grouping with um, all the all the tournament winners and the bigger names and stuff like that. They they either shy away from it or they like it. And he likes it. He likes being in that group. I kind of like watching. It's him. a boost to his confidence. Yeah. I kind of like watching him. I'll be yeah. honest. I think he's got a kind of a cool game. Yeah, I agree with you. There's some guys that just sort of they kind of got it got it going on. Yep. He's a fun guy to watch, and yep. you know, he's going to be playing at Augusta. He, I mean, he, that guy can't be having a better month. <laughs> There's a lot of guys out there. Life having, is good. Yeah, a lot of guys out there doing really well, and but I don't know if many of them are doing as well as Keith Mitchell. Not not only is his play nice, but uh, when he won that tournament, he got that drop in his in his checking account on Wednesday, and 
That's really nice. Life-changing. Life-changing yeah. is right. Yeah. Plus, he's got the rest of this year and two more to go. Well, I think the only, things, all, all, the only thing he's thinking right now is when's, when's the next golf tournament? That's well, right. I, wanna, I need to play a lot right now because right. it's working. Yep. When it's working, let's play. What's his uh, – <laughs> is he in next week? If I'm him, I'm playing every week. But I'm just wondering if he's – oh, yeah, 58th, Fish World Golf Ranking. Get her done. Cha-ching! So, inside, so he's inside the top 60. Does that mean he's in match play too then, huh? Yeah. Top 60, what? Top Four. 64 play yeah. in the so, match play. So keep going. He's in the match play. He's going to jump up. He can, if he has a good weekend again, he's going to jump up and prove on that. Yeah. Right now he's 12th in FedEx Cup points. Played at the U- University of Georgia. Kevin Kisner played at the University of Georgia. Yep. yep. He's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Good for him. So. Yeah, interesting. It's a good-looking leaderboard. A um, couple of the notables that aren't playing right uh, the weekend. Of course, we we mentioned Jordan Spieth, who missed the cut fourth time in five years. 76-69. Nice improvement on the 76 yes. with that yeah. second-round 69. You mentioned leading this, the field in strokes gained over five uh, with the putter. Mm-hmm. Strokes gained putting over five on the field. Yeah. Um, in, in the second round, making nearly 114 feet of putts. Yes. Well done. Phil Mickelson, 74-74, missed the cut for the sixth time in the last seven years. Yeah. I mean, you look at that. You know, Jordan, four out of five. Mickelson, six out of seven. I, hard to argue why Phil said, I don't know if I'm going to play the players. Yeah. But I think when it came right down to it, the golf course actually was set up really well for him. Mm-hmm. Like. Better he than, said he said he said the golf course was perfect. Yeah, but he said the condition, the layout, um, every, the setup, everything that they've done with this golf course is perfect. I just don't play well here. Yeah, well, that's right. Although he's won once, I just don't play well here. So, if you got that going into the week in your mind, yeah. Sergio Garcia plays well. He's uh, now made 16 consecutive cuts at the uh-huh. players. Course, Consummate ball striker. Mm. Xander Shoffley missed the cut as well at even par. How about Troy Merritt? How about Com- Troy playing? Coming off of his taking a rib out and all that kind of thing. We talked to him earlier in the year, just had him on a few weeks ago. And he plays. He wasn't thinking he was playing until after Augusta. Yeah, he shoots even par. Missed For, the cut, but... Missed the cut by a shot? He missed it by only a shot after coming off... Huge surgery where they removed a rib, the top rib from his... To prevent blood clots. Yeah. It's crazy. He basically was facing being on blood thinners the rest of his life. Yep. Because of the situation or just having that rib removed. Exactly. And again, this is something that typically faces major league pitchers. Mm -hmm. And so he went to the guy that kind of invented the surgery in Texas, got it taken care of, rehabbed it at home in Idaho... And said, hey, everybody's got me going. And I'll tell you what, we live, we're not far. I mean, Troy lives five hours away. Yep. It is up north, and but it, it has been a brutal winter. Yes. There's not a lot of places to, to play golf and get re- get your game ready. Right. Not that he can't jump on an airplane and go to Arizona and work on it. But the point being is, for him to go out there and play that well, off the surgery, the downtime. Yeah. And he even mentioned us a few weeks ago, I got to get in, physically get in shape to be able to take on these best players. So. Yeah. It's not just golf shape, it's being in shape too. Yeah. Of course that guy's so skinny. Who knows? He's probably 
Probably stays in pretty decent shape, but yeah. Anyway, interesting. Also, Cameron Champ withdrawing uh, he did. with a back injury. He yep. says after eight holes in the second round. Yep. Zach Johnson also missed the cut. Yeah, none of my dark horses worked out too well. Oh, but me. I got one right up there. <laughs> she too. <laughs> so if you're listening to the show, take that as your cue. Follow Bob's dark horse picks, not my dark horse picks. Yeah, I just well had, done I, on the Ian I, Poulter. I, I was just thinking he might have a good week this week. You know, I wasn't that far off. I And when I said Zach Johnson... Just a little outside. I meant Jim Furyk. <laughs> I mean, they're both... I mean, I, I went with the assistant captain when I meant the captain. Oh, right? I my. Mean, I was thinking... In my mind, I had a sort of a Fred <laughs> Funk, Davis Love, you right. know... Right. A senior statesman mm-hmm. kind of guy that's going to be there. And I just just missed the wrong... Just missed it. Yeah. Zach has just a little too much hair for my pick. I should have gone with Furyk. Oh, uh funny Brian that's Harman, my story a little, little bulldog in there yeah. as well well um, and he's trying to he's trying to to win based off of his loss a couple years ago in the playoff so yeah. there you go another one of those guys all right stay tuned the caddy joins us next not too long ago it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank didn't it for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. 
So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for being with us. We're excited to have the caddy join us uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. And then uh, Fred Funk. Fred, he'll join us coming up. Uh, in about 15 minutes, so stay tuned for that. Looking forward to visiting with the 2005 Players Champion. You know, Callaway's epic flash driver with flash face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered from artificial intelligence to deliver ball speeds faster than humanly possible. Get yours today at CallawayGolf.com. As I said, you can try the customs out. You can learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI or just go hit it for yourself and get custom fit at your local favorite golf shop. Uh, Callaway, the number one driver in golf. Man, they're doing some good things this year. The product line is fantastic. Yep. Uh, in fact, Coming up here, I believe, in about 30, 40 minutes. Might be seeing some new clubs. Yeah, the new gears really? should be arriving, yeah. Ooh. Mr. Fox is bringing it on in. Uh-huh. I'm excited about it. The new Apex Pros all built up with some uh, Fujikura shafts in them. And the smoke finish on the iron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, funny. You know what? If I'm not going to play good, I'm going to look good, man. That's right. That's what it's all about. People are going to be Got to like, look good to play good. Well, you don't give confidence breeds good play. That's right. So if you pull those irons out and people go, woo, baby. Tell uh, Keith Mitchell, confidence breeds good play. Yes, see? Yes, that's what I'm does. talking about. He's riding the wave those right Those yellow now. pants. I got to get me some of those. There you go. You look good out there. I'm going to cruise around Augusta in some yellow pants. Those are standard issue in the... 80s and 90s, yellow pants. Well, it's back in. Yeah. I'm not talking about 80s yellow. Neon, bright. No, I'm not talking neon. I'm just talking, like, straight yellow. This is kind of a pale yellow. Yeah. 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 Really nicely. Well done. Almost khaki, but just a little on the yellow side. Yeah. My wife even commented, I'm like, okay, I see you working. I'll get some yellow pants. Caddy probably used to wear some of those under his caddy bibs. Yellow pants? Yeah. I don't know. Under the coveralls? Or just with the caddy, caddy bibs. bibs. Oh, yeah. yeah. They probably did. When we, that was before shorts went into... Oh, back in the day when you back guys in were the day. sweating it out. Oh, yeah, my let's, goodness. Let's bring him on. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us right now, and as always, this segment brought to you by Chick-fil-A and the new Chick-fil-A mobile app, which the Caddy downloaded and used this morning for some breakfast chicken minis. Caddy, good morning. How are you? So I remember a college golf tournament where I was wearing 
yellow polyester pants. There you go. Really? Yeah, and you know, as as we might as well reveal on my, the show, Fred Funk was my golf coach in college, and I don't know. This was probably my senior year when I showed up uh, for like the second round, and and. I had khakis on, and everybody else had their yellow Lester's on. And Fred's like, where are your pants? And I go, they didn't make the top five. <laughs> That's the last pair of yellow pants I've worn, by the way, Bob. Well, th- but those polyester pants, those were pretty uh, heat-absorbent. The Lester's, we had the hard-collar shirt. And oh. the Jones, the Jones golf bags, which were classic, ah. right? Oh wow, Jones bag, yeah. No hard, kickstand. Hard colored, the big bat wing shirts. That's correct. Yeah, yes. I like those. Colored. Those are back in now. Uh, these guys no. with cricket shirts, yeah, yeah, the cricket everything, shirts. Everything, everything comes back in style eventually. Even Johnny Miller's one inch wide white belt. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're having which a hard time with to, that, aren't you? I point to that all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sansabelle. I, I should go with the old Sansabelle. I've kind of got that sort of Billy Casper, Jack Nicholas, um, you know, Sansa sort of. Belt. I remember Sansabelle. Kind of. Lee uh, Trevino. Waistline. Yeah, Lee, Lee Trevino. Lee Trevino. Yeah, I, would, yeah. I, I could pull that off. I've kind of yeah. got that same physique going right now. Hey, you know, we were ta- we were talking about heat and and that kind of thing. You remember remember when we first met each other? That year, I was out caddying for Keith Clearwater. What the? No, just wait a second. Remember, remember, remember how when you first met me. <laughs> At Williamsburg? Yeah, at Williamsburg. Remember how hot it was that week? And we were wearing, you had to wear pants. You couldn't wear shorts. Oh, I drank five gallons of iced tea every day at Williamsburg. And, yeah, you're wearing, now look, you had the guys on tour. Bob, why is it that the the best sweaters on tour all wear the brown khaki pants that really show where you're sweating, right? (laughs) You know who I'm talking about here? Joey Sindelar. Hal Sutton, the sweater guys, right? The sweaters. Oh, why did they always choose that? What were they thinking? I don't know. I'm not a fashion guy. I don't know, but that place I, was hot. Oh, it was so hot in Billyburg. It's shocking we didn't go down more often. Oh, yeah. How did we do that? Remember like, remember, remember they had they had Gatorade jugs every other hole. They had they had water jugs every hole. And remember they had buckets of ice on the on the tee. That you could yeah. dip, you could dip your towel in there and rip and put it around your neck. Yeah, ninety-seven with seventy-three percent humidity. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, the heat in heat index every day. Carrying a golf bag in long pads, not shorts. These guys are wusses now. Hundred hundred and five degrees. Oh Remember, it was like hundred and five degrees. This, are we gonna keep doing this back in the day discussion when man were mouth? <laughs> oh, come on. Jeez, we get it. It was hot. Saudi Ar- yeah, there are scorpions who live in Saudi Arabia who say, I'm not going to Williamsburg in July. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, go. Uh, all right, Caddy, you texted us earlier in the week, and you said, remind me to tell the Bay Hill head cover story uh, on the next uh, show. Dave so Woosley. I've been waiting all week. Dave Woosley, the bear, as we call him, caddied for Chip Beck for years and years and years. Woos is back out with Sam Burns. They're on the third hole at Bay Hill. They hit it way over to the left near the water. Hits the shot on the water. Wolves pulls out the putter, hands him the putter, throws the head cover in the bib, starts walking down the fairway. Five seconds later, the caddy behind him says, Woos, 
your head cover. It's in the it's in the water, and there it is floating in the water on three at Bay Hill. He, he's reaching for it with the with the, the, the three iron. He can't reach it. Sam's like, God, oh, never mind. It's gone. Whatever. Let's go. So they keep walking around. They get to number six. They're, they've hit their third shot, and they're walking to the green. The same caddy behind Woos goes, Hey, Woos, is that your head cover? It's floated over right next to the bank next to the green. Woos goes over, picks it up, puts it in the bib, and they, they rescue their. And I said, Did it have like a note and a bottle in it by the time it got there? I mean, how cool is that? Oh, that's wow. awesome. They did not want to be lost. It just it, it it went it went home. Go go home, ball. Go home. Right. Don't you have a home? <laughs> it homed in on the six hole. That's an intelligent head cover. That is Scotty uh, Scotty Cameron's new GPS enacted. Uh, in case you've lost it, it's, you a, it's, a, it's a, a locatable head cover thing. I yeah. like that. Kind of like Apple phones. Yeah, impressive. Yeah. Hey, what do you make of the That's golf? Co- uh, Caddy, what do you make of the golf course this week? Of the players, obviously a big uh, switch back to March from the May time frame. It's playing. I mean, it looks fantastic, right? With the overs, yeah. everything's green and lush. It looks. It just looks awesome. When I walked out there about a week and a half ago, I had to do a few things before the tournament, and they. I'm not joking. You know your lawnmower that you use at home, a push lawnmower. Yeah. They mowed the entire rough on the golf course with a push lawnmower. What? Think about that. Yes. Yes. They had, I don't know how many maintenance guys they have here. They must have like 4,000 of them. But they push mowed the entire rough. So I had to walk from the cart path to the tee, and there's all these perfectly mown strips of rough. And I'm like, I can't walk on this because I'll make footprints, and it'll ruin perfection. <laughs> I, I felt like I was just like, like stepping God, over you know, the baselines yeah, no, in baseball. I, I felt like I can't even walk. Oh, it, 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 I've never seen anything like it. Hmm. It was so good looking. Oh, most beautiful looking golf course you've ever seen. Huh. Untouched. It was incredible. Yeah. So it looks great. Yeah. So yeah. so you know everybody everybody talks about um, we and we've talked to you many times about the the seventeenth. Um, some guys uh, in in the first round. Paul Casey made um, made quad seven. Yesterday, Tiger made a quad seven. Um, okay, okay. I know it's probably too late for everybody, but I did come up with it immediately. Okay. Why did Gary Koch not say wetter than most when Tiger hit his second shot <laughs> in the water? Wetter than most. Wetter than most. I mean, come on. That was an over. It's, it's the only opportunity you're ever going to get to do that, and he blew it. He probably wasn't even on TV then. No. Anyway. Yeah, but, okay. you know, it's, it's probably the right thing not to say, really. It, well, I, I, it's too good to pass. <laughs> Did you see those guys on the Golf Channel about Tiger's shot yesterday, last night? Oh, talking about the drop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, good point. Good point. I mean, he could have putted, putted it, it back up on the green. Sorry. He could have putted it back up on the green. Basically, is what they were oh. saying. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, look. I'm I'm going to take the putt from halfway down the walkway versus that wedge shot any day. Yeah. I mean, you know you're going to be 15, 20 feet from the hole, and you're not going to be in the water on the next shot, right? Yep. So, I don't know, though. I mean, did, uh, I I think um, I can tell you, if I was caddying out there and that happened, I don't know that I would have even thought about that. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's yeah, yeah. And, and that's what happened. He didn't think about that. He didn't think of where it went in and that it was still a yellow line or whatever. But Yep. Now you'll see yeah, more guys a, looking there. Well, everybody knows about it now. Yes, they do. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I can tell you in all my years, not that I saw many balls 
Well, I certainly saw many balls over the green. I never saw anybody go up there and check to see if they could take that drop, ever. Yes, yes. So that's pretty good. Whoever came up with that in the booth, congratulations. That's good thinking. Yeah. Well, you'd have to also have that pin be back there so that it actually is between, you know, that point yes. where it crossed, you know, can be maintained. So but let's, let's offer a challenge to our listeners. Um, Kenny Perry, at one time when we were paired with him, hit his second shot in the water, and I'm talking 10 feet of water, ball nestled at the bottom of 10 feet of water, second shot in the water hazard on a par five and one putted for a birdie. How did he do it? Uh, what, what was the par? It went in the water hazard up by the green, so he dropped by the green and then made the putt. Bob, you just answered that it was a great question for our guests. And you just, oh, sorry. Our, 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 <laughs> I thought you were... <laughs> yeah, you're, you are correct. I though. gave it away, dang it. What were you going to give away, yeah. a floating head cover? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Special new, new Scotty, Scotty Cameron floating head cover. Right, okay, well, so come up with another one. This Bob time I won't it. ruin it. No, but, well, no, that was the good one, though. That Actually, it wasn't Kenny Perry who did it. It was the guy, we were paired with Kenny Perry. The other guy, I, don't, I think it was Mike Springer. Anyway, whoever did it, it doesn't matter, because Kenny Perry's, like, walking off the green going, that's not a, he can't that can't be a birdie <laughs> but the best part was listening listening to the murmurs in the crowd when he dropped the ball on the green oh yeah that was the best yep. part the crowd's like Rrr. <laughs> classic they were not happy with that yep. no. classic all right candy we're out of time <laughs> there we go there's, there's the candy Kenny's last yep <laughs> He's got a he's got a he's got one of the best chuckles uh, of all time. So oh, there's there's no question. Yes, yes. All right, what, all should, right, what, what should we ask the Funkster coming up next? Oh, Funkster's coming up next. Yeah. Uh, ask him about forty-seven out of forty-eight. Okay, forty-seven out of forty-eight. Oh, all right. Okay. okay, you got it. Thanks, Thanks Caddy. Bye. There you go. That's Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. 47 out of 48. Yep. Okay. We're told to ask you about 47 out of 48. <laughs> Fred Funk, he's the oldest winner of the Players' Championship. 48 years young, back in 2005. He joins us next. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. 
It can be dangerous to drive while distracted, yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding a light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out the new Stroke Lab putters at odysseygolf.com. A stroke of genius, how, actually helping you improve your stroke. you got to like that. Yeah, they've, they've done some uh, change in the weight distribution, helping you make a better stroke. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're all put together in these beautiful designs. Mm. If you like eye candy. <laughs> That's what it's all about right there. So now you got to change your putter again. I don't know, man. I'm, well, look, if they'll do the Stroke Lab version of that, then I will definitely take it out and give it a roll. If it's going to help me putt better, I'm stroke all about lab, that. Stroke, stroke Lab version of the Rossi? Yeah, of yeah. the XO Rossi. Yeah, yeah we'll see. So. Okay. But, um, hey, uh, joining us right now is a good friend of the show. Really pleased to have back on the 2005 Players' Championship winner. And, of course, he was the oldest. He is the oldest winner of the Players' yes. Championship. 48 years young. And his good buddy, uh, Jim Furyk, trying to eclipse him by a month, who is uh, just three shots back going into the weekend. Fred Funk joins us right now. Funkster, how are you, man? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Good to have you on the show again. And uh, I, I don't know if you – do you like that distinction or not like that distinction as the oldest players' championship winner? Oh, no, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How's your week been so far? I know we've seen some video. You've been out uh, walking the golf course and kind of been around this week. Yeah, I've just been doing some corporate stuff uh, yesterday. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to play right now, but I was with Morgan Stanley yesterday in a pro-am on a tee with Cheyenne Woods. She's wonderful. She's a, a great girl. And 
and uh, fun to be around. We did it last year as well, and, and uh, a couple other things, but I've just been hanging out. Uh, Monday was a pretty neat day because I went in and had breakfast with my son Taylor, and Mickelson walked in, and we talked, and he said he was going to go out and play, and I said, can I join you as far as you know, walking with you? And he said, yeah, sure. So we had a great seven-hole walk with him, and um, he was very engaging and a lot of fun. And uh, it was fun watching him. So, you know, being I haven't been able to play since last July, it's been uh, fun to live through my son's golf and watch Phil hit it. <laughs> so what's going on? How come you haven't been able to play? Well, I, I my back got really bad, and I've been tearing my hamstrings uh, twice, both of them, and uh, swinging the golf bag. And, uh, just having a hard time getting going again. So mm. it's been really frustrating, to say the least. No, sorry to hear that for sure. How's Taylor doing? Taylor's doing good. He qualified for Latin American Tour, so he has a place to play, and he's going to start in a week or two. And um, he's really excited about that because he does have a place to play now instead of just trying to chase the tours and four spotters. And, yeah. And uh, you know, your whole goal is to try to get to that web. You got to get to the the tour, so it's a stepping stone. And um, he's playing really good. He's a lot of power, like all these kids do, and, and hits the ball plenty far. He has a great short game, so it's just a matter of him getting used to playing tournament golf. I still remember playing with him and Drew Love at uh, the Country Club of North Carolina back in what during the two, U.S. Open, 2005 U.S. Open yeah. that week. Yeah, yeah that was. That was yeah, fun. he was 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was impressive then, I remember. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kicking my butt. <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny because you, you, you guys would go out and play, and you'd play your tournament round, and then you go find another place to play in the afternoon. Oh, I played so much golf because uh, they traveled 95% of the time, I'd say, because we were homeschooling them. And once he started getting into golf, I would, I would play. If I had a morning round, we'd go somewhere else in the afternoon and play. And I was probably, counting pro-ams and tournament rounds, I was playing probably eight, nine rounds a week. And uh, <laughs> just, I was worn out. But instead of practicing, I would go out and play, and it actually worked out really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fred Funk joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So we just had uh, the caddy on the show, uh, your former caddy. And he said, I said, what should we ask Fred? He's coming up next. He goes, oh, he said, um, ask him uh, 47 to 48. (laughs) Yeah, that was the the team. I was doing a momentous uh, commercial way back when, and that was 05, I guess. And uh, we were on the tee, and we were using this little uh, momentous club to warm up and then hit drivers. And, yeah, I hit about, I guess it was 48 drives. I thought it was around 50, but uh, actually I thought it was 50, and only missed fairway one time. <laughs> and and so he actually stood there on the tee and we were on uh, this, our 72nd hole, and he said, just do, the, do it like the momentous commercial. Uh, that's a good a good image, so I did. I just striped. I hit probably one of the best drives of my life under the circumstances um, that particular day because the conditions were so brutal with the wind blowing so yeah. hard. And I took it right over the boards, about head high. I hit this just knockdown driver that just kept all rolling out there in perfect shape. And then I actually pulled the six iron in that bunker, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you got up and down and won. Yeah, I got up and down. I was yeah. yeah, and the hat, the hat went down, and uh, yeah. fists went up. That was awesome. Yeah. That was fun to watch. Well, I actually got a part, another part B of that story. So I, Well, there's two stories. So now I, 
I was aiming at every flag all day long. Um, I was aiming for the slopes where I had to hit it, but if it called for aiming right at the flag, I was taking it right at it. And I probably played the most aggressive 32 holes I ever played in my life uh, in really extreme conditions. And But I really had control of my golf ball that day. I had control of not only my accuracy, but my trajectory. So it was really good. And um, And I knew it on the second hole when I had it. But on the last hole... I pulled it, I hit it off the toe a little bit, and I pulled it a little, and it went over that edge, and I thought I hit it in the water, and I said, oh, shit. Or I said, no, there's a bunker, and I go, what bunker? And I, <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, there is a bunker back there, and sure enough, you know, I was in that trap, and now I get it out, I didn't think I could hit it short of the hole, and it ends up five or six feet short of the hole, and, and uh, Mark goes, it's dead straight, and I go, I don't like that straight. He goes, it's dead straight. I said, well, doesn't it break a little bit one way or the other? <laughs> Just so I can use the whole hole. And he goes, it's dead straight. I went, all right, shoot, it's dead straight. So I played right in the middle, and, the, and I hit a great putt, and I knew I made it when I hit it. But I did that because I hit such a poor putt for my par on 17. I swore I wouldn't do that again on 18. So I didn't. Yeah. It all yeah. worked out. That yep. is awesome. Hey, I love that you said that, by the way, because I am, I'm the same way. And I, I wonder how many golfers are out there. When, I, when someone says, yeah, it's dead straight, I'm like, gosh, dang it. Then if I miss, it's just because I hit a bad putt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hate that term. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. Give me a little bit of left or right or something I can say. Oh, I, I pushed it and brought it back or I pulled it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so let me ask you about the golf course. Um, you know, uh, the tour – just moved it back this year from May to March. Um, your thoughts about the course and how how different does it play uh, in in the two different months? Well, it's, it's funny that well, it's going to play a lot different tonight and tomorrow. Well, maybe late this afternoon, but tomorrow it's going to play a lot different. But the irony is, is we got the first two days they had the south winds. It was really warm, and it was the exact same wind direction they've been playing in May. Uh, the normal wind direction this time of year is what's coming to Mars out of the north-northwest and, and usually blowing pretty hard, and that's what they're going to get tomorrow. Unfortunately, they're probably going to get a lot of rain, too. But then the grass is different, and what they do, you know, with the overseed, they can control the rough height and things like that. And I, I thought they were going to have the rough way up, and they didn't. They actually mowed it down a couple weeks earlier uh, before the week of the tournament, and got it down to two inches instead of three or four it was getting pretty gnarly and um that's kind of the conditions i always was used to when we used to play in the march date so they kind of made it so it's more of a flyer rough but you can definitely get to it and advance advance it to the green and the good and bad part of that is yeah you can advance it and what they're thinking is is that a lot of trouble is around the green so you get yourself out of position around the greens is is more of a penalty than just chipping out and then wedging it back onto the green or whatever you got to do. And and that is the case there because it, it, probably the most difficult part of that golf course is when you do miss the greens is, is you're lucky to be in a good position where you can get up and down. It makes the short game really a challenge. And that's I think, is the key to that golf course is hitting, uh, not only hitting the fairways, but hitting the greens because they're just so severe around the greens. Well, it's been a beautiful week so far, and uh, we really appreciate you taking some time to join us. It's, it's good to kind of reflect back on your great win back in 2005, and just always fun to chat with you. So we thank you for spending some time, and I hope you enjoy the weekend. 
Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, you, you guys too. It should be a pretty good shootout. It'd be interesting who positions themselves for tomorrow because tomorrow I think is going to be a battle uh, big time. It's going to be a totally different golf course. And if Jim Furyk plays good today, it puts it in his advantage, I think, because he knows that golf course in, inside out in all conditions. And, um, and obviously he's playing really well, and he said it's the first year he's been healthy in two years, so he's excited about playing golf. And, and it showed yesterday, 64s. Yep. Who knows where you go? Yep. Right, right, yeah, for sure. No, that'd be cool to um, to have one of your neighbors uh, jump up there and win it alongside you. That's that's good stuff as well. So yeah, I'll be rooting for him, even though he would bust my record. Make me, me mad, but that's all right. <laughs> good stuff. Well, Fred, we wish you the best, man. Hope you get feeling better, and uh, we uh, we thank you for taking some time to visit with us. You got it, guys. Anytime. All right. Thanks. There you go. Fred Funk joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Guy won eight times on the PGA Tour, nine on the Champions Tour. Of course, uh, the Players' Championship back in 2005. It's the oldest winner of the Players' Championship at 48 years young. Uh, on the champion PGA Tour Champions, he's got a, a senior open. Yeah. He's got the gelled win tradition. And uh, I think those are the two majors yeah. uh, that he has. Correct. Oh, no, it's three. He got the gelled win twice. So three times a major champion wow. out there on the Champions Tour. All right, well, short break. We'll wrap things up on the other side. Thanks for joining us. A player's edition of Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. It's been a fun players edition of Real Golf Radio and, of course, a great-looking leaderboard. Thanks to everybody who joined us. The caddy, Fred Funk, Scott Michaud from uh, TPC. Good to visit with him. And, again, uh, if you want a little Masters coverage from a familiar face, uh, Scott Michaud, formerly at the Augusta Chronicle. He'll be at scottmichaud.com, M-I-C-H-A-U-X, the French version of of Michaud. Yep. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. He's got major championship blogs as well as master's blog going on at scottmichaud.com. Fred Funk, 62 years young now, and, of course, the oldest winner of the Players' Championship back in 2005. I love that story about dead straight. I, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> my dad's one of my dad's favorite things to say. We'll be playing in a you know a little you know, scramble or a little something, yeah. you know, father-son type thing. And he'll be like, I go, what do you think? It's dead straight. And I'm dead like, straight. gosh, dang it. That's a lot of pressure on dead straight. <laughs> Yeah, you get you get to use more of the hole when there's a little bit of movement in yeah. it. Yeah. So. And I have a tendency, if anything, maybe maybe to push my putt a little yeah. bit. So if yeah. I'm going to push it, I, I like a little right to lefter because you can kind of push it into that break and it's right in the heart. Guys have already started playing um, right now at the TPC Sawgrass in the third round. A couple of players, Kelly Kraft, Rich Warneski, and um, Brian Gay are all one under par. And then... Uh, also, uh, Corey Comer, Connors and Scott Piercy are one under par. Daniel Berger and Hideki Matsuyama, two under par through five and six holes. So there's some scores that guys are starting to shoot out there. So let's see who's going to make some moves this week. Adam Shupak, one of my favorite guys to follow, a uh, good rider. He suggested, how good would TPC Sawgrass Stadium course be for the Ryder Cup? And I thought, yeah. And then he goes, but you look good at the Good for le- the Europeans. He goes, but then you look at the leaderboard, and it probably wouldn't help our chances any. Yeah. McElroy, Fleetwood, Paul. Although there's never been a winner from from England. Interesting. Well, it might be this weekend. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, it'll be fun to watch. My money's on Rory McElroy. More real golf next week. Thanks Ian for being Poulter. with us. Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at RealGolfRadio.com. It's been real.